Hello and welcome to our Wild Hearts with me, Lucy Slater. Join me week by week as we explore the transformative power of daily spiritual practice and mental well-being. Together we'll uncover the practical benefits and potential of different practices, empowering us to embark on a more vibrant, fulfilling and meaningful life. Welcome to our Wild Hearts, let's dive in and discover our true selves. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of our Wild Hearts with Lucy. And this week, I am so pleased to introduce you to a special guest, my lovely friend Emma from Elanedra. Emma is amazing. You are a multi-skilled healing therapist with over 20 years experience. So I'm going to wow the listeners with your massive long list of accolades. (laughs) You've trained all over the world uh, in a variety of healing techniques, including colon cleansing. Definitely, we're going to have to have a chat about that. Herbal detox and massage in Thailand and Reiki in Japan. And you first discovered EFT, which I hope we're going to have a good old chinwag about EFT and all that groovy stuff. And matrix re-imprinting, also very intrigued to know more about that, on a detox retreat in Thailand. So now your work involves um, specialising in combining EFT tapping, Reiki energy healing, coaching, visualisations, inner child work, breath work, all combined to to work with us to heal all the aspects of ourselves, helping us heal our inner child and helping us find self-love and acceptance. Welcome to the podcast, Emma. Hello, Lucy. Hi. Should we tell should we tell the listeners that this is the the, the truth bomb? This is the third time we've tried to do this because <laughs> yeah. technology. Yeah. And we had to get rid of all the posh technology and back to like basics. Oh, I know. I've got a really fancy microphone, everyone. That I was so proud of. I bought this microphone. I was like, I'm legit now. I'm the real deal. And Emma and I have been talking for a long time about doing a podcast. And the advice we had was just just use your Apple headphones. So both of us are here now <laughs> online with our Apple headphones and the fancy Yeti Bluetooth microphone is going back to the shop. So anyway, we're not here to talk about technology. We but are that not. was hope, <laughs> hopefully that was a very polished intro because it was the second time that I did it because it didn't work the first time. But welcome. Thank you so much for being here. So as you know, this podcast is all about talking about different modalities and different spiritual practices and how that can help us with um, our mental health and well-being and to get you know some insights into some of those amazing different modalities that are available to us and I think we're probably going to have to have you on this podcast maybe five or six times after <laughs> yeah 20 years is a long time isn't it <laughs> It really is. So for you, why do you think that, you know, having these different practices and things, why do you think it's important for us to prioritise our mental well-being and, and engage in these daily spiritual practices? Well, it kind of always amazes me, Lucy, right? People spend so much time and money maintaining their cars. They spend mm-hmm. to- so much money maintaining their body in a physical way, gym, whatever that physical exercise is. And then for some reason, it feels like that looking after your mental health has a little bit of a stigma around it still. And it shocks me because our mental health is 
paramount to our entire well health and well-being yet we yeah. sort of ignore it it's like the bottom of the pile we sort of do everything else before we do our mental health and I I think the way I've sort of approached my life now is that my mental health is the most important thing then I eat yeah. well then I do you know a little bit of exercise <laughs> And, and then I do everything else. But, you know, my mental health is become my absolute priority because if my mental health is well, then yeah. the rest of my life always seems to fall into place better. Uh, I love that. And I'd not thought of it that way. And it's so true, isn't it? It's like the last thing on the list is, you know, am I really taking care of myself in fact you'll find this really interesting because I know that something we didn't talk about in that amazing bio was that you've got a background in music and that you're a very talented singer Mm -hmm. Uh, and maybe you can sing us a song later but I was listening to um, the television this morning and there was a girl from the X Factor she's called Lucy and she was saying she's had issues with her mental health and OCD and stuff and she's waging this massive campaign now that the industry that the music industry when they're looking at their profits, that they assign, that they ring fence a pocket of money for people to support their mental well-being. Yeah. And you're just hearing this conversation coming up more and more now. Yeah. Um, I thought that was really interesting. Yeah, I mean, when I was doing music, I remember going to a seminar and so there was a panel, a huge panel from all across the world of different um, music people. And, you know, that was a, a huge conversation actually was, you know, don't make money out of me if you're not going to invest and look after all of me and all of me is my mental health and actually in in any industry especially entertainment industry mental health is huge because the the pressures that you know we put upon ourselves so yeah I think mental health has to be paramount to anything that we're doing anything that we're doing you know as well as eating well I mean you can eat well and exercise but you can still be a complete mess but if your mind's in a good place you'll find that your life doesn't tend to fall apart yeah, you know so, so putting true. your mind in first mm-hmm. everything seems to feel like oh I can manage this because my mind's in a good place my mind's not in going into these crazy thought patterns or spiraling you know so you know get your mind in check and then everything else seems to um work better that's my and philosophy that's so, anyway oh absolutely I completely support that um, and, and there's so many different amazing modalities out there available to us and certain things resonate with, with different people at different times. So, you know, when you look back, can you have you got a, a turning point in your kind of spiritual journey or you know, is there a moment that you look back and think, you know, that was the thing that had, you know, this had a really profound impact on me on my life. I saw things differently after that. I mean, there's been several. There's two that really spring to mind. The first one is how I came to my, came home. I like to call it how I came home because I feel like I've always been in this, on this spiritual path. I just went off piece a little bit and then I came home. Um, I had a sort of breakdown, breakthrough. Um, You know, I had a bit of a time in my life. This was a very long time ago when I had a bit of a breakdown and I'd just come back from living from in the USA and I'd had a breakup and everything in my world just completely was falling apart. But little did I know it was actually coming back together. Um, but it was all falling apart. And I went, my mum had moved down to um, the countryside and I was always London born and bred. So 
I went down to the countryside and said, I've met this lovely lady and she does Reiki. And I literally, I remember saying, Ray who? What was Reiki? <laughs> Ray who? Who's Ray? And she's like, Reiki, darling, it's Japanese. And I was like, what? What have you done, mum? Who are you talking oh, to? What's so this funny. thing you're doing in the countryside now? Um, anyway, she said, I, just trust me, darling. Come along, come along. So she signed me up for this Reiki one course. And I went down to Dorset and I did this Reiki one course. I still didn't really know much about it because it was a long time ago, right? So it was before we had access to the internet in that, in the way we do now. So, you know, people won't even remember these, but people used to have pamphlets and leaflets about their practices, right? So there was a little leaflet that I could read and that was about it. So I was like, okay, I'll just go along. I did this Reiki one course and I remember so vividly, I spent, 90% 90% of the weekend in tears Aww. and my Reiki master and I said to her oh my goodness I needed this last year where was this last year when I everything was falling apart and she said to me you weren't ready last year but you're ready now and that was one of the most profound things that I for me at that moment it sort of that was that beginning sort of of for me that sort of divine timing and everything comes to you when you're ready even when you mm-hmm. think it should have been at a different point, you know? So that was, I'd say that was a turning point for me. And that sort of when I st- carried on training and became a Reiki master teacher, that was amazing. And another time was, if I've got time, another time was when I was in Thailand and I came across EFT. And um, I had done, by this point, I'd done quite a lot of work on myself, a lot of inner work. Okay. I'd had a lot of therapy. And I was doing this detox retreat with some friends and we were juice fasting and doing all kinds of different detoxes, um, all different types of things just to sort of clear ourselves. And this, I met this guy came and did this presentation for EFT. I mean, it, it did help me. See, he was extremely hot. Um, he was so we extremely were, hot. He looked like Brad Pitt. <laughs> so we were all like, okay, I'm in. I'll go to this demonstration and watch Brad Pitt for half an hour, even if it doesn't, you know. Anyway, he's there and he's talking about EFT, of tapping, emotional freedom technique, it's sometimes called. And he's chatting away and he said, who wants to be a, you know, a, a, a practice body? And I was like, my hand went up so fast. Pick me, <laughs> sir. Pick me, please. Pick me. I'm free. And he did this demonstration with me and it was so profound. So I was there for quite a long time. I thought, well, I'm going to go and do some work with him. So I went and did some one-to-one mm-hmm. sessions with him. And over those next two weeks, I did several one-to-one sessions with him. And some of the breakthroughs that I had with these sessions, this technique he did called this movie technique, from my past and my family and all these um, really painful parts in my life that I couldn't really access in any other way. Mm -hmm. He had this ability to sort of have these huge breakthroughs in such a short Mm -hmm. amount of time. And it was like a cognitive and a somatic experience. And I realized this is it. This is the thing I've been looking for. It was like mm. 10 years of therapy in three sessions, you know? Yeah. And I came yeah. home and I immediately found a teacher and I started training and it was like, yeah. So those are my two standout moments, I think, for me. See, I just feel like there is a whole encyclopedia of things that we haven't covered between those two massive events. <laughs> <laughs> 
from like going off on the train to do some breaking which you've never even heard of to then hanging out with Brad Pitt doing this thing <laughs> called EFT that you didn't really know anything much about either <laughs> I mean when you look at your like shopping list of all these amazing different modalities and techniques that you have what's what's your go-to favorite and also I think maybe tell us a little bit more because we kind of what I know in the spiritual community is we're really good at banding around phrases as if everybody knows. And yeah. then it's almost like, well, I don't really want to admit that I haven't got bloody clear what this EFT is or somatic yeah. healing. So what exactly, I think, Ray, let's talk to both of them. Let's start with EFT. What the fork is EFT, Emma? What is it? EFT is, um, it's called EFT standing for emotional freedom technique, but it's basically, right. it's a tapping technique and it's a technique that allows you to combine different modalities. It's taken from um, NLP, which is uh, a talking oh, okay. language, neuralistic programming and yeah. Chinese medicine. So acupuncture. So it's, I'm working on lots of different meridians in the body, energy points in the body. So what we do is we tap on these very specific um, meridians and the tapping is mainly around the head, some points on the hands and a little point underneath the armpit. But, mainly, but at the moment, I'm visualising a hammer and I'm like tapping myself. No, with so, you, so you, yeah, that would be um, <laughs> another type of therapy, which would be a whole other podcast. But this is just, you, it's so beautiful. You just use your, your, you know, whichever hand you can swap hands, but just using your sort of index and um, middle finger or some people okay. use, you know, sort of, you know, like tap all of their fingers and you just literally tap. So one of the points is on top of the head and then okay. you've got a point just in between the eyebrows so that it's called the eyebrow point. Then you've got another point at the side of the eye and then there's another point underneath the eye. So you're sort of chasing these points around the body and then underneath the nose, on the chin, and then there's a, pe um, a, a collarbone point under the armpits and then there's some hand points and you're just literally tapping them very gently with your fingers and this tapping is working on these meridian energy points and then right. there's a combination of this very specific language so what we're mm -hmm. doing is you're bringing awareness to a situation and you're tapping on it so there's this cognitive part which is your brain bringing awareness with the speech and saying what the problem is and then your the somatic which is sort of working on the body the somatic part is tapping on the body and helping the body release whatever that is mm. so say we're working on a particular issue say somebody feels that they aren't good enough to get a specific job you know just I'm yeah, never okay. going to get this yeah. job I'm never going to get this job so you would start tapping on the points and you first of all bring awareness to what the problem is. So the problem is, mm -hmm. I feel like I can't get this job. So you would say and tap at the same time, I feel like I can't get this job. I just can't get this job. So it sounds initially you think, well, that sounds really negative. I'm just going to be I'm just saying all the negative things. But what you're doing is you're sort of bringing all that awareness to the situation and your brain sort of starts to understand that and accept it. And then you you have this almost like a little window to say, what if I could accept that I could get this job? What would it feel like if I got this job? What? Mm -hmm. that's, and there's a chance for a bit of a reframe. So mm -hmm. you sort of start with tapping on what is. 
so the negative okay. part of the situation, then you allow the energy to move and then you start to, if possible, you don't, you never force it, but if possible, you start to bring a reframe in. So what if I, what if I allowed myself the possibility that oh, I, I could that. have this job, right? So you're yeah. not trying to tell yourself something that you don't believe, but you're mm-hmm. just giving yourself the op- opening a door of the possibility, you know? So um, it's almost like they, it's called the palace of possibilities, all these different rooms. What if there's all these different rooms that you've never investigated? And you go into all these rooms. So it's, yeah, it's a very, very, very specific and very powerful technique. And the other thing, I mean, I'm sort of playing devil's advocate for somebody that perhaps doesn't know what it was. I am familiar with EFT and it is a, it's something that I've used. And I know from my experience is it's, very transformational in the moment which is what I think you were saying about your experience I think was it in Thailand yeah it's very specific you can very rapidly move through a limiting belief with with those with those scripts with those patterns I can remember a friend sending me this YouTube video and they'd all been I was on this course and um they were all banging on about how excited they were to get to the bit about tapping and I was like are we going to be like getting maple syrup from trees or something? I literally had no, <laughs> I had no point of reference. And um, and then she'd sent this video and she was like, oh, this is a really great tapping video. I've just done this. I feel fabulous. I was like, okay, fine. We hadn't got to the bit where we covered it in the course yet. And I put this video of this guy on and I was like, what on earth is this man doing? And he's like sitting there, he's being super negative, which was really funny to hear you say that. He was yeah. like, I am, I am worthless and I am, and he was like tap, tapping all over his head. And I'm like sat there following along thinking, what on earth? Yeah. And I can't, until you've experienced it, yeah. it just doesn't make sense. It's not something you can sit and watch. But for me, it feels very calming. As soon as you start tapping on those points, something happens. Yeah. yeah. Um, and yes, that reframing is so, so powerful. So what I'm really interested in as well, so that's very hands on. But then you've got on the other end of the spectrum, something like Reiki, yeah. which is you're not, you know, you're getting some kind of effect, but you can't see what's happening. So how how do those, how do you find those these different skills that you have, how do they work together? How do you decide what to use or what to do with someone? Well, as um, Albert Einstein says, everything is energy. So it's all energy. So Reiki is Uh a Japanese healing art, which works on, on similar meridians. If you, if you, without sort of getting specific, but working on energy outlets in the body, chakra energy outlets in the body. And it works with moving energy. It's this, it has this lovely um, intrinsic life force energy. That's what Reiki stands for, like having this like universal life force energy. And if we keep this flow of energy moving, then we have a state of um, equilibrium. If things start to get stuck, that's where dis-ease comes into place, disease. So by moving and keeping this energy flow moving through our body, we have a better chance of keeping ourselves healthy in all aspects. Um, and as EFT is working with meridians as well, it's also working with energy. So even though it's much more cognitive and we're working when, with EFT, you're working with, oh, by the way, there is a lot of science behind EFT as well. So yeah. while, when you're tapping, 
you can uh, there's been scientific studies to show that you can reduce cortisol levels which is the stress yeah. hormone by 43 percent which is it's huge, amazing, isn't huge it? right so so you're working on energy as well but whereas with reiki is purely just working with energy so there's no speaking there's no cognitive aspect it's just mm. working with energy flow and i've always found that more difficult to explain because it's not something you can touch see or feel although many practitioners say they can touch feel and see but you know to the human eye it's like well what are you doing it you're just like hovering or over various parts of the body and it just looks a bit odd but I think that with Reiki it's definitely something you need to experience it's just it's this incredible state of relaxation as your body comes into some kind of harmony um and I suppose with anything, with any, with, well, working with energy, it's about trusting your intuition, trusting your instinct and letting that guide you. So when I'm working with clients, I'm very much client led. So whatever the okay. client needs. So sometimes that might be a lot of energy work. Sometimes that might be a lot of cognitive work to change some very difficult um, belief systems. And sometimes it might need a combination of both just to give them a bit of a chance to breathe and take stock of what's going on so I think you know when to become any sort of energy worker you've got to really trust your instincts and be led by the person you're working with and not and and don't let yourself get in the way so for people that are listening to the podcast you know if we're trying to give them kind of practical tools that they can use for themselves then I can't I can't imagine that we're going to be able to teach them how to do Reiki on themselves can we <laughs> Not so much. That's a that's a weekend course that you would need to do, really. So yeah, not so much on a thirty minute podcast. Probably a bit tricky, <laughs> but definitely but go perhaps, and experience some. Yeah, but is there something that we could give uh, you know people that they could take away and try or kind of experiment with themselves? You know, if you've got any practical tips or advice, you know, if they're if somebody's looking to incorporate spirit, a bit more spirituality into their life, a bit more daily practice. And, <sighs> They're listening to some of the things that you're talking about, thinking, oh, I've never tried that before. Where yeah. would be a good jumping off point? So if you wanted to start out doing a little bit of EBFT, it, often at the very beginning, when you're trying to do it yourself, it feels a little bit daunting because you're like, well, how do I know what to say? And all the tapping scripts that you might hear. And obviously, and a very experienced practitioner is there to pull out all of that information and 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 sort of bring it back to you to sort of reframe now sometimes that's not possible so one thing that I always say to start with is just literally tapping and breathing so by just tapping and breathing without necessarily having to speak you can still bring an awful lot of calmness into your body and reduce the stress hormones in your body you can reduce all of the um, central you know calm the central nervous system down and you start getting a message to the amygdala in the brain to sort of like chill out, hold fire on all the threats and problems <laughs> you think you've got. So you can just tap and breathe. So by going through the points very gently, I would breathe in. Let's do it of, now. Okay, I'm doing it with you. Okay, so we'll tap it. We'll start at the in to the eyebrow. So you're just at the beginning of the eyebrow, sort of next to the nose, and you just yeah. take a really big deep breath in. So breathe in through your nose. And breathe out through your mouth. 
and then go to the next point. Fingers just tapping. Okay, so the next point. I'm the next down point to is the side, side of the eye. So literally, on yeah. just like it would be the temple. Take another big okay. deep breath through your nose. Deep breath in through your nose. And breathe in, breathe out through your mouth. And then gently move to the next point, which is underneath the eye, sort of on just above where that bone is, you know. Take a big deep breath in through your nose. And breathe out through your mouth. Going to the next point underneath your nose, above your top lip. Just take a big deep breath in through your nose. And breathe out through your mouth. Coming to the chin point, so just literally tapping on your chin. Breathe in through your nose. And breathe out through your mouth. And you're still tapping. And then just palm to the collarbone. So where your collarbone is just underneath there. That's And you're just tapping. And you can tap on both points if you like, both sides. And take a big deep breath in. And breathe out through your mouth. Your body just is naturally coming to a gentler state of being. Moving your hands underneath your armpit so it's the under the arm point and just take a big deep breath in and a big deep breath through out through your mouth and then come into the top of the crown at the top it's slightly further back Lucy so it's almost at yes yeah, so it's on the sort of the top of your head rather than the front part of your head and take a big deep breath in and a big deep breath out through your mouth. And then I like to bring my arms down, give them a really good shake. Oh, and that's just one full round, right? You can do that two or three times, just literally breathing in and breathing out on each of those points. And my favorite place to do this, by the way, is in the shower. Because, oh. well, because you've got to have a shower every day, right? You need yeah. to get clean. Everyone's busy with their schedules. I haven't got time for this. I've got the kids to do this. I've got to do that. I've got to run around. I've got breakfast. But you always have a shower and you're always there. So while you're in the shower, while you're just letting that water flow through you, just spend a few moments tapping through those points and just breathing. And it just grounds you, puts you into your body. And you're just, it sets you up for the day. It's a great place yeah. to get yourself set up for the day. I always do EFT tapping in the shower. Always. I it's mean, my... I feel definitely different now. I, I just feel it's funny. I, I don't know because of it, because I use tapping, but as soon as I start in on those points, I can literally just feel my heart rate drop. I can just feel calmer. Yeah. And I think, you know, that's what that's what this podcast is all about is introducing these different ideas of things that people can just try that are really simple that you can do you know whether it's in the shower or in the car when you've got to the office if you're feeling a bit anxious about the day ahead there are so many things that we can do for ourselves um another time that I've used tapping is if I'm struggling to go to sleep at night like I've fallen asleep literally tapping my (laughs) but you know it's such a it's such a simple thing to do and I you know if um 
if you've struggled to kind of follow along with us, the other thing that I would say that I love doing is that, Emma, you have on your social media accounts, on TikTok and on Instagram, every Tuesday you do Tapping Tuesday, don't you? Tapping Tuesdays. Yeah, Tapping Tuesdays. So what what does that mean? How can I find out more about that? Well, it's just something that I started. I can't remember when it was, but I just was like thinking I need to start just doing something regularly on social media and give back something free. You know, like everyone's always trying to sell you things, right, on social media. So I just thought, well, I've got this beautiful gift and I have plenty of people who want to see me one-to-one but this is something I can give out to people who may be a bit scared to start seeing a therapist or maybe a bit scared to you know get involved on social media but they can you know there's all what I call the peanut gallery people can look from afar and just have a little look but not have to get involved but if 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 one person takes something from my little series and it allows them to find a little bit of freedom and a little bit of comfort and you know a little bit of stress relief then I feel like I've, you know, it's it's every every it's all worth it. So every single Tuesday, does what it says on the tin, I yeah. do a little tapping and I just and Instagram only allows me 90 seconds, but I do as much as I can do in 90 seconds and I go through all the points. So you'll see all the points. So if you, you know, if you're still yeah. not sure about the points, you can watch any of my videos and what and you can see all the points. And I and I incorporate some kind of tapping script and I tend to make it uplifting and positives so it just allows people just to have a bit of a tapping mantra for the week you know like I'm something like I'm allowing myself to uh, love and accept myself this week I'm allowing myself to love and accept myself this week I'm doing my best to love and accept myself this week something like that something really simple and you just tap it in every single week and I just do a different mantra each week so yeah is it true that boy George, that the boy George, <laughs> did he share one of these reels, Emma? He did! Boy George, I don't the blooming world fall. I don't know how, you know how this is, well, we're talking about it. How does this energy work? It just falls into those places. So boy George is really into EFT, he's into meditation, he's into yoga, he's really spiritual. If anyone watched uh, The Jungle, we would have seen that. But I was talking about, I was doing this deep immersive healing day, right? So I was just talking, and I, because I'm always doing little workshops and little, little, little workshops here and there, you know. And I was doing, you know, a little workshop junkie went off and I was in this deep immersion and I basically did a story of what I was doing. I was like, I'm about to go and release some, some stunks. And I just talked about it a little bit and he responded to that message straight on my story. I'm like, how did he find that? And he and was with a little message. And I was like, oh, okay. Checked it was really him and it was really him. So we had a little chat. And then that <laughs> Tuesday, so this is on the Saturday, and I'm just like, holy crap, did Boy George just respond to my story with something? And then on the Tuesday, he shared my EFT tapping reel. And I mean, within several minutes it had like five thousand views and it went up to like twenty thousand I mean it went it went ballistic and it was just it was lovely. I just thought, oh I love that. That's that's energy coming full circle, right? I mean you to are be fair, endorsed he's, he's, by the celebrities. Endorsed he's by the celebrities since Lucy. I mean he won't take me out on a second date. He just took took me out on one little rodeo on the reel, but it was fantastic. I loved it because it just meant that more people were getting access to EFT. 
Yeah, and that's what I love. And I think, you know, that's where we started this conversation. I think that's a beautiful full circle moment, isn't it? Where, you know, really bringing this narrative more into the day to day that, you know, prioritising your mental well-being, doing things that help you feel more grounded, you know, having a daily practice, however that looks for you. And, and and that that is, you know, that that's an acceptable thing to do, to talk about the fact that you meditate or you do EFT or, you know, whatever it might be. I think just bringing that conversation and the more we can be open about needing to take care of our mental well-being and talking about things, I think is really important. Yeah. Um, Ah, but I've loved that. We didn't get to talk about the colonic, colonic stuff. Well, you know, there's always, there's always another day, another dollar. (laughs) We'll save that that for the next episode. So um, just tell our lovely listeners if they would like to work with you on Reiki or EFT, where can they find you? And obviously, we'll do that thing in the show notes of... um, tagging all of your different accounts and stuff but where are you based and sort of who are you working with how can people get involved so I work online or in person so if you're I'm living in London London I'm in London so if you're in London then you can come and see me in person but 90% of my clients see me online um so wherever you are in the in the country in the world you can we can work together so i've got clients that i'm seeing in spain at the moment i've got clients all over the country i've got i've got i've got a client in australia which is always interesting trying to navigate the time differences but we we make it work <laughs> um but yes you can you can i do one to one sessions online um if you're in london you can come and see me in person if you wanted to see me in person um i teach reiki courses in london so i do when I teach Reiki, I only do that in person. I don't yeah. feel like that's something that I want to do online. So I do EFT coaching and breath work and visualizations, and et cetera, and, um, online. But teaching Reiki, I only do in person. Um, but I will be doing lots of new events and online events. So, yes, if you go to my website, www.elanedra.com, then sign up to my little um newsletter and then you can keep up to date with all the events that i'll be doing but all my details are on there and my socials are ella underscore nedra e-l-a underscore nedra and you can find me on instagram or tiktok and i think i'm definitely gonna have to have you come back because we didn't even talk about breathwork which is a whole whole other fabulous and meditation and I mean everything that's involved you know when you're teaching Reiki I use everything I use breathwork meditation visualizations everything it's all it's all of the beautiful things that come together that make us feel you know at one with ourselves yeah very very talented lady well thank you so much for joining us this week on our wild hearts with Lucy. I have to confess, one of the bloopers, I said to Emma, what's the podcast called? (laughs) (laughs) I had a a complete mental blast. I was like, hello and welcome to the podcast with no name. But there we go. Oh, it's lovely, Lucy. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah. And I think, well, I think 
we'll be having you back. We'll have to have you back. There's just too many other things to talk about. But um, for now, we will say goodbye and uh, have a fabulous week, everybody. Please do go check out Emma's uh, Tapping Tuesdays because they're fantastic. And give it give it a go. Get in the shower. Give yourself a good yes, little tap. Yes, in the shower. In, in the morning and let us know how you get on. We would be really excited to hear all about that. Fabulous. Thank you so much, Emma. And we will definitely see you again. Okay. Thanks, everybody. Bye for now. Thank you so much for joining me on this week's episode of Our Wild Hearts. If you enjoyed this episode, then please make sure to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss any future episodes. And don't forget to leave a review and share your thoughts. Your feedback helps us grow and reach more hearts on this wild adventure together. Until next time, keep nurturing your wild heart and embracing the magic within you. From my wild heart to yours, with so much love, this is Lucy. Goodbye.